welcome to the 2.9 podcast with your host, aka The Ref. Episodes drop every Wednesday evening. On this podcast, we discuss how to get involved in pro wrestling and how to navigate the waters in the pro wrestling industry. So, if you're interested in getting in pro wrestling or already involved in pro wrestling as it is, this podcast is for you. Thanks for tuning in. With that said, let's get this show started. Ring the bell. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the 2.9 Podcast. What's your boy, AK the Ref? How is everybody doing on this Thursday afternoon? Yes, we are here on a Thursday, day behind schedule. Had a lot going on yesterday. Had no time to do the podcast. Had a my daughter is dances with the Kansas City Ballet. She takes classes four times a week. She's in the, their production of the Nutcracker again this year. And so she had to get out of school early to go to uh, full dress rehearsals. So I had to pick her up, take her there, pick her up from dress rehearsals. And so she could go to ballet class, her normal class that she had scheduled, and then go pick her up to bring her home. So I didn't have a lot of time yesterday. And on top of that, I had to pick up my wife from work because our other cars and the getting worked on, getting fixed. So didn't have a lot of time yesterday. Haven't had a lot of time. I would would have tried to do it on Tuesday, record it, but had no time Tuesday. Kind of kind of the same thing. It's hard when you just have one car. Fucking hate it. They need to hurry up and get our car like fixed and ready. It's been a week. It's literally been a week. It was actually for a recall with the check engine light. So I'm fucking getting sick of not having two cars. But it is what it is. But we here today. We doing the damn thing. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday so far. Uh, some other things, but I'm not even gonna mention it because it has nothing to do with anything. Uh, hope everybody's had a good week so far. Hope everybody had a fabulous Thanksgiving uh, last weekend. Hope you ate some good food. Uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope you're looking forward to this weekend because it is a brand new weekend. Because tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday, and the weekend will be here before you know it. So you're almost there. We're past the hump day. We're on Thursday. We're almost to Friday. Oh, man. This has been it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Just a lot of things going on in the world, and it just don't make no fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm just trying to keep it even kill. You know, work on other things outside of my job, outside of wrestling to do. You know, to uh, do some other stuff. Find other ways to to build to, to earn income and things like that so yeah but uh other than that in my free time i've just been chilling watching tv i i really got into this show the uh swat it's on netflix right now i'm not sure what channel it comes on they have all the seasons right now on netflix but i'm not sure what actual cable channel it comes on but i i got into that like last week Turned it on. I started watching it. I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. I like this. I didn't realize it was like an older SWAT TV show from back in the day. And then I didn't realize it was the SWAT, the movie with like Colin Farrell and Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Jeremy Renner. When they're in that, I didn't realize this is the same thing because I was like the music. I was like, oh, Jim Street and, and Honda. I was like, OK. So I got because I, I, I fucking enjoyed the movie. I was like, anytime that movie comes on, if I'm just flipping through channels and swats on you know michelle rodriguez ll cool j like i'll watch it because I, I like that fucking movie i mean i kind of i like 
cop movies, you know. I like cop TV shows too, so. But yeah, I'm really into SWAT right now watching that, and that's what I'm really watching right now. And there's like six seasons on Netflix. I'm only in season two. I think I'm halfway done with season two. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I really like it. I really like it. I like the characters. I like stories and how they bring back other stories and keep stories going, even though they haven't talked about it for a while. It'll show up in a, you know three or four episodes down the road. I really like it. So I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like in a rabbit hole of watching SWAT and catching up because I think I had read to see how many seasons they have. And I guess they're doing their final seventh season. So I'll get caught up that get caught up with all that and then try to find a new TV show to watch that in the meantime until something else comes out that I really want to watch. I don't I don't even know what's coming out to be honest. I just I'll just scroll and be like, what's on? Okay, I'm playing I'm gonna watch this and if I'm not watching that, I might be playing some video games and things like that. That's that's what that's where I'm at right now. Just chilling. Watching SWAT, playing some video games, doing some other things to, uh, you know, become more of an entrepreneur and things like that. But today we are here and we're going to get into some wrestling talk. Yes, we are. Because that's what this podcast is about, being informative and helping people that are in the wrestling industry. So uh, today I want to talk about selling and storytelling because I, I, I think that gets lost somewhere in matches selling and storytelling and this is more for like this is more for like people just starting out like this is good advice that you could get because you see a lot of uh people that are you know workers and they're green they have their first match and they're good at doing their moves but they don't do a lot of selling and and telling that story in their matches so that's what i kind of want to talk to you about today and like i like i know like i get it i'm not a wrestler I'm a referee, but I've been around. I've seen a lot of seen a lot of matches, worked a lot of matches. I've even remember, I remember working one match where like after the match, I was like after the match I got done working with the two, I, I went to I went to him and I was like, man, I, I saw the story you were trying to tell out there and I I was fucking invested while I was working the match. Like I was remember standing there, I was like looking, I was like, damn, I'm really I'm really fucking with this. I, I get what they're trying to do right now. And I know we're like we're in this day and age where like fans have a short attention span and things like that. And you have some fans that just want to see people just go in there and do moves and not really care about telling a story or selling or things like that. But that's what's going to like get you to the next level. If you can sell and tell a story and get that, get the audience, get the fans invested, you're going to make, you're going to be at the top and you're going to be getting booked and you're going to get recognized by the bigger companies if that's what you want to do and be able to go there. And you're going to be able to make more money. If you can sell really well, you can help tell a story and get the get the fans invested, you, you're going to be on your way. And like I said, this is this this information is like for the, the green people out there, the people that are just starting. Like, yes, you have to learn, train and learn about moves, but you also have to be able to sell. And tell a story because like I said, like I said, if you can sell really well, you'll get booked. And if you put that along with telling a story and being a character that people can get invested in, bro, you, you're on your way. You are on your way. So let's get into it. So like 
in wrestling, when we say we're selling, it's like if something happens to you, like you, you get punched in the face, right? You're going to sell that move by like falling down, you're bumping, but other ways of selling and getting punched in the face is like you're grabbing your face like it hurts. You're making this scrimmage on your face. And when you're selling, if you get like punched in the face and you fall down to the ground and you're selling, you want to have your face up so the camera can see you, so that the audience can see you. Because if you're if you get punched in the face and your face is just dead in the mat and you're kind of making noises and squirming around holding your face, yeah, we know you got punched in the face, but we can't really see like, oh, is you are you in like a lot of pain? Are you in a little pain? Like what's going on? Because you don't want your face down on the mat because i've always heard it i've always heard a lot of wrestlers a lot of workers say that your face is your money maker so you want the camera to be able to see that you want the audience to be able to see that so if you get punched in the face bam you fall down make sure you have your face up when you're grabbing your chin wherever you got hit you're like ah like oh and then maybe you scrimmage towards the rope to back up be like go get him away from me like oh so you want to sell like Sell with your face. Sell it with your face up. You don't want it down. It's from what I've heard and seen. And I've seen a lot of green green people, green workers that are just having a few matches. And like they're very talented. They're very good. They can do all the moves. But it's like they're not selling. They're selling down. It's like, no, sell to the audience. Get them invested. You know, like if you're the face and you're getting the heat brought to you by the heel, right? And you're like selling towards the rope. Don't look down. Look out into the audience. Find the camera. Sell towards the camera. Like let those people get behind you. Let them feel that pain that you're in, so they can get behind you and be like, start to clap when if it's live. You know, you're doing a show live and with the audience. And then the people at home, they can get invested. They see you like, come on, get up, let's go. And then they'll get on that high. And then you know, usually the hill take you back down. Make sure when you're selling. It's important that they see it on your face. It's also important to like, it's like I said, if you get punched in the face, don't just like fall down and like do nothing and make a skirmish on your face. Like grab your face, like fuck, oh, that fucking hurt. Oh. Like grab your face. Like if you get like kicked in the stomach, you get kicked in the leg. Like oh fuck, grab your leg. Like show that fucking hurt. Like stretch out your leg. Like oh, I got punched or something happened on my arm. Trying to pull my arm out of the side, gotta shake it out. Like, let the people know that that's not so fucking. He's hurting. Like, oh, you got kicked in the leg. He got put in a submission, or you know, got put in a chokehold, or whatever the case may be. Show that, like, like if you get choked on the ropes, right, right, like after the ref breaks breaks the the person apart that's choking you, like, sell like your throat, like, like cough, like, like I can't breathe. Like, show that, show that, like, what you're selling. And show that it's hurting, but do it with your face up, you know? Do it to where people can see you that are there watching. And do it. Be able to find that camera. The camera will find you. Make sure your head's up. So when people are watching at home, or they're watching it later on the computer, on the TV, whatever the case may be, they see that. They get invested with that because you're selling. You're showing emotion. It's about showing emotion, right? You know, you're in a wrestling match. You... To be honest, you really don't have to do a lot in a wrestling match to get things over. So little little things like just selling with your face up, selling that move. Like if you get kicked in the face and then you get 
kicked in the back, you gotta you gotta figure a way to sell both of those moves. Like, don't sell one but not the others. Like, you got kicked in the face and you got kicked in the back. Why are you only selling your face? Did that hurt more than getting kicked in your back? I mean, it might, but show like both like sell man, I can have like if I get kicked in the back, right? And then I get kicked in the face after that. I can sell both of them. I got two hands. I can put a hand on my back, a hand on my face, like I can stretch out my back, hold my face like hurt. I can kind of limp. Like you like if something happens to you, like make act you're selling like it legit happened to you. Cause if you getting legit punched in the face, you're gonna be like, huh? Oh, it hurts. Oh my god. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you're in a fight, you're trying to like fight back. But in wrestling, we're trying to we're trying to sell. We're trying to tell a story. I mean, selling and storytelling, it's, it's all put together as one. It's like it's one. Those two go hand in hand. Like, if you're telling a story, like, you got to be able to sell what you're telling, right? So, like I said, if you get punched in the face and then you get kicked in the back, like, grab your face, grab your back, like, kind of stretch out your back, like, oh, kind of, if you get kicked in your leg, get your ankle worked on, make sure you sell that ankle. Like, don't all of a sudden, oh, it just feels better. No, keep that sell. Keep that limp going, like, I'm going to get you, like, if you get your arm hurt and you're trying to pick somebody up, oh, sell that. Oh, it fucking hurts. Or if you do the move, like, after it, and it's like, that hurt a lot more than I expected to. Like, it's like if you're a high-risk move person, and your opponent's taking out your leg and working on your working on your left leg, and you go up top to, like, go do a high-risk maneuver, and you jump down, the person ducks, and you land on that leg, sell that leg! You know what I'm saying? Like, sell that. Like, sell that through on the rest of the match. Like, it shouldn't just get better until you get to that point of where you have that adrenaline rush. And then, boom, boom, boom. Maybe at the comeback, it doesn't bother you. But then after that wears off, you start feeling it again. And it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. That adrenaline just wore off. Comeback wore off. And things like that. So, make sure when you're selling, you're looking up. You're selling, like, wherever you're hurting. Like, grab it. It's okay to grab that area and be like, ah, and limp. Like, put a limp in there. Hold your face. Like, if a person, like, like I, I love, like, when people, you say you get punched in the face, right? You get punched in the face, right? Boom, you fall down, you're selling, you go through the rest of the match. Maybe at one point, you go into your opponent, and you kind of just, like, grab your face, like, it still hurts. Ah, You're trying to, like, you know, do that thing where your jaw, where you're like going, moving it back and forth, trying to still hurts. And you go over there, get your opponent. You're still showing that, oh, that still hurts. Like if you're getting your leg worked on and you're getting to where you're up on the match now, but you had your leg worked on, you still be limping. If you had your back worked on, you still kind of be holding your back, like oh, stretching it out. Like now let me do what I need to do with my opponent. Like when I'm done and maybe you still like, oh, it still hurts. Like, sell, sell those things throughout the entirety of the match of, like, after it happens, like, keep selling it. Like, that, that's important to do. And that's where the storytelling comes in, right? So, like, we're in a day and age where people put matches together and they're just doing a lot of spots, right? And some are not telling stories. And that's okay because there's people that, like, enjoy just... People, there's uh, you know a wrestling match just goes out there and does spots, right? And like I, I fucking love matches just go out there and do spots. And I get like that's what that's what the fans want. But at the same time, if you want to like stand out and be different, 
like let's not do a whole bunch of spots and like to me like when you're first starting out and you're just first starting out at wrestling worry less about the spots and worry more about the storytelling and the selling and th this is not like for people that have like if you have two individuals that have wrestled each other let's say 20 30 times of course they gotta go do something different they might do more spots than per usual but if it's somebody that you're facing for the first time and you're new you're green you haven't been doing it this long get with that person find that story you can tell don't worry about just going out there and doing moves like the moves are the moves like yes you have to do them but i've literally seen people go into the ring i literally literally i've worked in matches where two people were in the ring two workers were in the ring and they hadn't done anything crowd was eating it up Literally just standing there doing pose offs and be like, hey, yeah. And like, you you cheer for me. And they're booing the heel, cheering the face. Literally, I could have gone on for five minutes. They literally could have done nothing but that. Just like, get the crowd involved for five minutes. Crowd loves that. That's getting the crowd invested. That's not like so much of the storytelling. But you know, like the crowd hates this person and they really love this person in this match. But like, doing less is is more. Like, you don't have to do a lot. You're trying to go in there. You want to tell a story. So you want the uh, the fans that are there, the fans that are watching at home when they watch your match, you want you want to get them invested. You want them to be able to understand, like, oh, that was, that was, oh, that was a great fucking match. I oh, fucking love that. That's the type of reaction you want to get from the fans when they go be like, bro, that match was the bomb. That was awesome, like. That was like one of my favorite matches ever to watch. Like, cause they got invested, because you 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 told a story. You were selling emotion. And and it could be something simple, like like here here's an example of like being in a wrestling match and telling a story, right? Uh, it could be one of those things like let's say the face has like their finishing move is something off the top rope, right? The heel knows that, right? So they go into it, let's say you have the shine. Boom, 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 boom. Then you have to get to the cutoff. Let's say the cutoff is the heel doing something dirty or doing maybe a chop block to the face's leg, right? Working the leg, working the leg, working the leg. Face trying to fight back, fight back. Can't do any high-risk moves because of the leg. And so now they have to maybe find another way to win or they have to push through this leg being hurt. And maybe they can eventually get to you know the comeback and maybe even get to doing their finishing move or maybe they got to figure out another way to win if that if they're going over is what i'm saying but they're telling that story like you're not going you're not doing this high risk moves today sorry you're gonna have to find another way to beat me so that's the that's like a simple story of like you have a high flyer somebody does a lot of high risk versus the hill that's like i'm not gonna allow you to do that we we can tell that story where I take out your leg, I take away this offense. You got to do something different or figure something else out. Now you got to kind of just fight back. You got to be more aggressive, more physical instead of like I you can't do a springboard. You you can't go jump off the top rope. You really can't do anything because I'm taking your leg out. Like that's a very simple match, very simple story that you could tell. There's different other stories you could tell too. There's there's ones where. You know, the person in the one of the wrestlers could be going for their finishing move and they they don't hit it. They don't hit it and it's building up to them eventually maybe hitting it or maybe not. 
And then uh, you're building it up. But usually if you're doing that, you're building it up to where you finally hit that move. Boom, one, two, three, and the crowd erupts. And they're like, oh, yes, they finally hit that move. Like, there's there's so much you can do in a wrestling match, different stories you can tell. But, and it's like, you just don't have, you don't have to go in there and just do a, a match with just a whole bunch of spots that don't tell a story. Like, you can, like, I'm always with the thought of the way you save those big moments towards the end of the match. Like, you're building up to that. You're telling the story. You're building up to this big momentum that's usually right, you know, right after the comeback. Doing some spots. Now you're doing more spots. Now you're doing more spots. Boom. Right? And then you do something big, and it just fucking, the crowd just erupts because it's been building. And you told that story. They're invested emotionally. You're selling your ass off. And you were doing what you were supposed to do. And that's why the crowd ate it up. And afterward, they're like, oh my god, that match was so amazing. And you get to the back and you feel real good about it. Even the booker, the promoter is like, hey, you did a good job. That was good. I very much enjoyed that. So, it, But not all that just comes with, with time. And, and just working and you know training and asking veterans for advice. Like, hey, what can we do? What's something different we can work on? Because like like I said, like spots are spots. Like you do less is more. Like save those big moments. Save the the spotty, like save the like the spotty type matches for after you face somebody multiple times. So if I face an opponent like three times already, like the fourth time, we gotta do something different. Like we we can't do we gotta we gotta do something with a little more back and forth, a little bit more spots. But the thing I would say is like let if you're doing a match with a whole bunch of spots, find moments in there to let it breathe. Give the give the audience, give the fans time to react, and then work your way into it. And if you feel if you feel like you have too much, just cut some stuff out in the middle of the match. Or if you've gone over it, like cut some stuff out. Like I want them to breathe. I want them to be able to see what they just happened and be able to like process it. Because, you know, you'll see some matches where it just go from one spot to another spot to another spot to another spot. And we just don't have time to process. And then be like, oh, that was a real cool move, but it didn't get the reaction you wanted. Because you didn't wait. You didn't give it a beat. Like, if you do something real fucking cool, boom. Breathe. Especially if you get a cover. Like, if you do something real cool, boom. Go for a cover. One, two. It's like, oh, my God. The crowd would just eat that up. Like. Like you do something really cool, let them let the crowd process that. Let them let that get the reaction you wanted to get. Instead of just hitting a big move, boom, going into a next one. Like I get the like you get to the end of a match and you can do some what they call stacking, where you just stack moves. I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking like like you're in the middle of a match, you hit a move, boom, you go hit another move. You hit like three or four moves in a row, and it's like one of those moves are real cool, and it's like, oh well, the crowd the audience didn't have time to process. Because they just saw four moves in a row that didn't end the match. Like, if you're going to do that, save that for the end of the match where you stack moves and then you end it. But if you got four moves you really want to do and they're all cool, let's spread those out. Let's take a beat in between each one so you give the time the audience there in person and watching at home time to process that and get the reaction. Like, yeah, at home, you you can't hear them, but you want them to be like, Oh boy, that that was fucking awesome. Maybe they tweet about it, put a gif about it, whatever, and the audience there, they'll be like, 
oh my god, did you see that? And then they get time to process it. And then you then you can work your way to the next big move spot that you have. And then you'll be like, oh my god, that was awesome. So yeah, but that just comes with time. And you know, I I don't know if a lot of people know that when they start out, they're like selling, sell with your face, sell with your face up, don't sell with your face down, you know, sell with your body, you know, grab the areas that are hurting on you. Make sure that throughout the match that you're still selling those. Even if they haven't been worked on, maybe it's still lingering, like you getting punched in the face, like it still hurts. You motherfucker. Oh, it still hurts. I know it happened five minutes ago, but it still hurts. Like you get punched, you get kicked. This shit's gonna hurt. It's gonna linger. It ain't gonna go away. Like it ain't just gonna go away and all of a sudden, yeah, I don't have to sell no more. No. You keep selling, you tell that story, you find out different stories to tell. And like I said, less is more. So if you're just starting out, you know, work on that selling. Make sure you're doing it. Don't worry so much about the moves. Like, yes, you can do the moves. Like, you know how to do them. Don't worry about that. And, you know, I've seen a lot of green people where, you know, it's their first couple matches. And then they're going over and they're worried more about, oh, the next the next spot, the next move they're supposed to do. Instead of worrying about selling, storytelling. Like, if that if that's the case, put less in your match and do be able to, so you can do more selling. So you can do more of the storytelling. Like, if you got all these moves by bam, 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 and that's what you're worried about, and then, like, yeah, you had a great match, but you didn't do a lot of selling. You were, like, focused on where am I supposed to be at next? I have to be here. I have to do this move next instead of just, you know, feeling it, giving emotion that the, the audience and the crowd can get behind you when they're watching. So, like, when you're first starting out, focus more when in your first few, in your first year, focus more on selling and storytelling than just putting moves together and worrying about like i gotta be here for this next spot instead of like oh i'm selling like i'm hurt i gotta get up like like i said less is more less is more watch veterans out there watch people who've been doing this for years that know about storytelling and selling and you will see that they don't do a whole lot and they'll be like oh well i don't have to do a whole bunch of moves i don't have to bump a lot like you don't even need to bump a lot to, to sell the story, to sell. Like, you could be getting, you know, ground and pound. You get, you're getting a, lay, a body part worked on, like, submission-wise. Like, you don't have to do a lot of bumping, a lot of big moves to get over and tell a story and sell. Like, you can save that towards the end of the match. You can save that later on in a feud if you're feuding with somebody. But you do want to be able to sell, tell a story. That's how you get audience the crowd the fans involved and invested hell that's a that's how you get anybody that's you know even the the people in the back the wrestlers the workers in the back they're watching that match and they're watching back on the monitor and call oh my god that was awesome like oh my god like if they're getting like that that means you're fucking doing something right if you're making the locker room excited that's watching your match on the monitor in the back and they're getting hyped and they're getting invested you are doing something very very right So that's all I wanted to talk about today was, you know, work on selling, make sure you're selling with your face and tell a story in your wrestling matches, especially when you're first starting out. Worry about more about selling and storytelling. The others, those moves and putting moves together and having a lot of spots, you you really don't need all that in the match. You really don't. 
you save that for towards the end of the match or you save it for when you're feuding with somebody and you've had like lots of matches and now it's like let's go now we get to do like more big spots and a lot of spots or as i used to say it's called a spot fest like you could still have a spot fest match and tell a story and sell you just have to have moments in between those spots to where it's like like i said let the crowd let the audience give them time to process it because you may do something really fucking cool but if you just go to the next spot it doesn't get the reaction it deserves that's all i'm trying to say like if you got like a really cool move that you do but you then you're worrying about the next spot and it doesn't get the reaction and you wonder why that's why it's not the move itself it's because you didn't give it a beat you didn't let the crowd process and react properly and that's that's where the uh that's where it the difference is in in terms of like why didn't i get the reaction because you're going to the next spot instead of worrying about like boom hit that boom give it a beat let the crowd react let them erupt let it get the moment it deserves and then you work your way to the next spot that's all i'm saying so but selling and storytelling in the match is very important so please if you're starting out as a wrestler Work on your selling. Work on your storytelling. Talk to veterans. Watch a lot of matches. Watch Dolph Ziggler. He knows how to sell real well. I mean, just watch people from back in the day. Like in the 90s, early 2000s. Like, watch older clips of older wrestlers from the 80s and 70s. They'll tell you how to sell. They'll tell you how to tell a story. You'll, you'll find it. It's, just, it's easy. It's just, you just got to be able to... You just got to work on it. You got to watch other matches. Talk to veterans and things like that. Ask, ask, ask questions, ask for advice. Basics of it. Like you got to keep continuously learning every day in this business. Otherwise you will not evolve. So that's all I got for today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if you got any, any more stuff about like selling or telling a story, you want to continue this conversation off air, off the podcast, or you, hell, you want to come on. If you, if you got any wrestlers out there, that have been in the business for 10, 15, 20 years that want to come on here and talk about, you know, storytelling and selling, help, help out those, help out those newbies that are starting out. Email me, adam.kennedy85 at gmail.com. We'll get you on the 2.9 podcast with straight information, just some good fucking, you know, knowledge. We're trying to drop knowledge on the 2.9 podcast, man. So eventually down the line, have some guests on and talk about a lot of different topics. I mean, yeah, I'll have guests on and we'll talk about the same topic. Because like I said, if you ask three different people about the same, uh, you know, answering the same question, you'll probably get three different answers. Because there's a lot of people wrestling. A lot of people have done it a lot of different ways. So that's I just want to drop all that knowledge onto the 2.9 podcast. People to go out there and find that need that, that if they can help them out, fucking great. It's what I want. If it helps them get started in the business and they don't know how, I hope it helps them out. That's what we're here for. So with that said, until next week, I'm out. Peace.